Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. Dave and Jacqueline bring you up close and personal to the innovators, contributors, and creative minds in and around technology today. Visit our website portal at www.technologyexpresso.com. There, you will find a full list of our broadcasts from all across the technology spectrum, our social media handles, and related content. So sit back with Dave and Jacqueline as they serve up Technology Expresso, fast, hot, and intense. Hello, this is Jacqueline Sanders Blackman. Welcome to a late afternoon edition of Technology Expresso. I have been out and about and uh, quite busy, but I want to take this time to record this episode to talk about Pink Tech. Pink Tech, as you all probably have heard if you've been um, diving into our archives, is something that we've been partnering with um, Felicia Phillips, who's often been on the show, and we've hit our one-year anniversary. As a matter of fact, July 30th was the one-year anniversary that we had the first Pink Tech Summit. And it's so significant, and I have a lot to talk about, and, uh, and some of it's controversial, too. So I didn't want to delay this conversation and this topic any longer. I wanted to make sure that we touched upon it because once you hit your one-year mark, it's time to see, can we repeat it again? Do we want to repeat it again? Is there a need to repeat what we did one year ago? And my answer is yes, yes, and definitely yes. And I'll explain all of that in today's episode. So let's talk about, let's rewind, let's go back one year ago, and I'm even amazed at all the things that can change in one year. Let me kind of paint the picture for you. One year ago, on July 30th, here in Atlanta, Felicia Phillips and I, we started planning for a summit of women, and in particularly, we had a Pink Entrepreneur Network, um, which Felicia, also known as the Pink Mogul, uh, had created, has been cultivating. And at the same time, one of the things is entrepreneurs, they find themselves dabbling in technology and some just jumping in full throttle. With that said, on the other side, I myself, who've been in IT for 30 years, I have a network of female friends in particular, who've also been in IT, we find a different challenge. We're very deep into IT, and many of us spent careers in corporate America, and after putting in 20, 30 years, and sometimes less than that, you find yourself wanting to explore other avenues and other aspects of whether it's your personality and your passion. And so I admired the pink entrepreneurs who were already out there and had encountered some of the um, tests and challenges of being an entrepreneur. 
And I thought if we got these two networks together, and Felicia and I as we're talking, if we got these two networks of dynamic women together, just imagine the conversations and the exchange. And everybody basically overnight could double the size of their network. So we went about planning this event. And kudos to Felicia Phillips who can put on large events, I think, in her sleep. But we were able to get the location, which was Atlanta Technical Center in, in the south of Atlanta. And the really interesting thing was, since this was the first time we'd ever done this, we didn't know exactly what to expect. But I can say it's the first event where when people, when we opened the doors, there was already people waiting to come in. At 9 o'clock, the start times, people were seated in their seats, not just kind of wandering in or, you know, trickling in in, in spurts. No, they were there and seated. And with that, they were treated to a full day of both the networking, but we kept two stages of both speakers and presenters and panels going. Um, and even a Shark Tank where people were able to uh, promote and, and do a pitch to investors. Um, and then we also had a mastermind session where someone could just step up to the mic, describe what their roadblock was, and there was a panel of four women up there that gave them immediate and raw feedback. These were the types of things that happened, and everyone was so energized. We also took time during the lunch to recognize, and we created the Pink Tech Hall of Fame, and we inducted some awesome women. And I in particularly um, was very pleased with the, the women that we inducted because I know them personally, for the most part, and not only do they have careers in IT, but their commitment to give back and mentor and coach and spend time on the weekends volunteering for organizations like BDPA. So that's just the, the groundwork for what the original Pink Tech Summit was about. Now, what I will say next, let me, let me talk about the other aspect of it. Over the course of the year, I've kept in contact with many of the women who participated in it, who either were on stage, who were part of the um, pink tank or shark tank, those who presented. And my network has definitely grown, and I've gotten to know people and, and watch them, their ups and downs. And what I want to say is, is that quite often, what we our vision is there's a lot of twists and turns and so a lot of people who were on the right trajectory what i saw is that they they hit some bumps in the road and some people i also heard directly from people quote where as soon as they left the pink tech summit they were energized to get back on the right track. They had either gotten disillusioned or derailed or uh, bored, and now the Pink Tech Summit energized people. And over the course of the year, I've seen where some people, and, and some of it, it, I will say, is 
news that um, is less than favorable or positive in that they, they didn't get exactly where they planned. But what we have to also look at is that everything happens for a reason. And the lessons learned were very powerful. And the fact that people still held on to their vision and their passion in spite of the bumps in the road. That, was, that is probably the number one takeaway that I saw. And that is why I see that there is a call for another Pink Tech Summit, for people to come back together, share their wins and losses, celebrate the wins, but also help you just emotionally and mentally and physically recover from the losses and to continue to move forward. And sometimes that even means recalibrating, reinventing yourself. It could mean a number of things. But sometimes just coming together with the right energy and the right place just for the purpose to get rejuvenated and to get recentered is a powerful thing. And this year anniversary is the perfect place to do that. Now there's another piece that I want to speak to, and, and I'll, I'll even speak to it when we do come back together, because we do have a luncheon set for August 13th. It's a Saturday in Atlanta at the Peachtree Weston. It starts at 11 o'clock. In this course of the year, one of the things that Felicia and I did was partner with BDPA. And you guys have heard me talk about BDPA, Minorities in IT. BDPA is an organization that has sustained for 40 years. And there's something to say about any organization that's been around 40 years and started at a time when there weren't a lot of different IT organizations. Even what was going on in IT wasn't called STEM per se. Uh, And so they were a pioneer and still have sustained. And they've helped, I think the number is somewhere like, 14 or 15,000 young people to get exposed to IT and even helping them launch their careers and, and to go off to school to pursue IT and or just to go off to college to pursue higher education. So I think that this was an important and a great partnership. There are some things that BDPA focuses on. There's some areas they want to expand. At the same time, technology, I'm sorry, Pink Tech is somewhat startup and here in Atlanta, and together, BDPA, they can partner to have a national exposure and national partnership because BDPA has over 47 different chapters. So that's one thing that's so important. And, of course, BDPA is co-ed, so this is just that one opportunity where the focus can be on the women of BDPA. So that's what the August 13th event is all about, is the Pink Tech of Atlanta recognizing the women of BDPA, the women that have made a career of IT and giving back. Those are the two criteria as far as our, our recognition of the women that we that we we are lined up 
to induct into the Pink Tech Hall of Fame. And what we're also going to be doing is each region of BDPA will nominate someone from their region. So, again, the opportunity to have that national exposure, national recognition, very excited about that. So, again, just trying to lay the groundwork from what we did one year ago to what's coming up on August 13th. But let me backtrack and talk about one of the other significant events that's happened since the first Pink Tech Summit. I can personally say one of my very good friends that I started, when I started in IT and moved to Atlanta right after college, um, was one of the first people that I met and connected with. Her name is Arlisa Hauser. And it was my pleasure at the first Pink Tech Summit to have Arlisa Hauser on the stage. Again, someone who had 30 years of IT experience. Our careers have mirrored and paralleled and crisscrossed each other many times. I much respect uh, for her, her aptitude, her knowledge, and furthermore, for just for her as a person and her flavor for life. So it was a thrill. And Arlisa uh, doesn't often, you know, come out and, and do public events like that. So I knew she was doing that for me as a favor and as a friend because we had that longevity and supported each other that way. Little did I know, before we hit our one-year anniversary of the Pink Tech Summit, our lease is no longer with us. It's extremely unfortunate, and I will say that it, it was a surprise, and our Lisa was only 52 years old. So we're talking someone, as, as I feel, in the middle of their life. And so anyone that has ever worked with her, uh, spent time with her, uh, just knew her infectious laugh, will miss her immensely. She was a beautiful and a colorful person, and that's what I felt so embodied pink tech. Yes, we're we're techies, and we can talk tech, and, and we're probably a little geeky and nerdy, all of those things. And when you get us all together, we have our own little language, and um, we love gadgets, and um, we like putting them together and breaking them apart and troubleshooting and, and, and so on and so forth. But at the same time, there's a softer side when it comes to pink tech because we can be girly girls. We like girly things. Uh, we like to, you know, paint our nails. We like to wear high heels. We like to go out dancing. And Arlisa and I were also travel buddies. So all of that, there's a, everything that as far as being a geek or a nerd, that doesn't define us. We, there's many aspects and many facets, and we all have different passions. As much as Arlisa and I were alike, we had very different passions, and it was always intriguing to see where she was going and supporting her and vice versa. And that's why I, I think it's so important that one of the things that we do at Pink Tech is expose young people to what technology is it's a platform, and it's part of the foundation of our world. 
let alone the careers and businesses and any other hobby or passion that you have. Technology is an enabler. So being in technology or being a part of technology doesn't define you. As a matter of fact, you bring your creativity and your flavor and your ideals and your perspective, and then we start to see even more robust solutions using technology. And so if other people, those who will never have the chance to meet Arlisa, at least at the event at the the Pink Tech, she was on stage, she shared her, her thoughts, her passions, um, and was very memorable. And so with that said, one of the things that we're going to be doing at the August 13th event, we'll be honoring her and her memory. As well as BDPA has lost some other valuable resources in the, the course of this year. Um, and so I look forward to honoring them as well. Also, you all may remember that we lost Hank Williams, who started the platform. It was a summit that took place in Atlanta. This was their fourth one, and it was a collaboration between Morehouse and Georgia Tech. And the stage was filled with uh, people presenting and um, just had a captive audience. And so I look at these laws, and and these people, again, I will say, um, Hank Williams, for example, was part of the television series that was hosted by Soledad O'Brien about blacks in Silicon Valley. So these people were trailblazers in their space, in their way. They may not have been world-renowned or nationally known, But at the same time, I call them working heroes. They worked every day, but they were heroes, especially to the people that they mentored and touched and and where they volunteered. And that's why recognition is so important, because we don't know how long we have these people, and it hurts me that we have to honor them posthumously. We want to give them their accolades and their flowers while they're alive not after they've left us, because they need to be appreciated. And I think that young people need to see that in their own right, they're heroes, they're celebrities in the space, in the world, in the community that they touch. That's why organizations like BDPA, organizations like Pink Tech, surround people. We have our pink carpet at the BDPA gala that will also be on August 13th in the evening. We have the blue carpet because these people need to be treated like celebrities. They need to be recognized. Young people need to see that they're appreciated, that not just what you see on television isn't the only time we recognize people or people get their names and lights and get some type of accolades in or whether it might on the other end on TV because of the, on the other end, doing something that's giving negative attention. So I know that when people look at and you think about, there's other organizations that, that give awards, but I, I, I'm 
make a note, and this is what some people may consider controversial, is that with Pink Tech, one of the things is is that I see other organizations and a lot of the awards go to you based on what your title is, what your position is, and even how big of a budget you have. Because those organizations are looking for you to give back in some way. So if I give you an award, you're going to make a donation. You're going to buy so many seats at the banquet. And that works for them, and that serves a purpose. But on the other hand, again, when you have working heroes, they may not be over hundreds of people. They may not have billion-dollar budgets. But at the end of the day, they work very hard, not only at work, but these are the people that I also see, not just writing checks, but they're giving their time and their talent to organizations like BDPA or, um, you know, there's other great organizations that are volunteer organizations, but BDPA in particular is all volunteer. So having someone that's going to give their time just because it's the right thing to do and it's in their heart and in their spirit to give back. And that's a great thing. So with that said, again, that's what Pink Tech, and that's how it came about and how our awards came about and why I think that they're so important. You know, when we talk about Pink Tech and we talk about, and it goes back to something that we hear in the news right now when the campaign of Black Lives Matter. And some people find that to be controversial. They find that to be in some somehow a negative, that because you're saying Black Lives Matter, that you're saying other lives don't matter. I want to kind of flip that to Pink Tech, and because we're pro-pink and pro-women and about, you know, positive women, women in technology and what is likely considered a non-traditional role for women to be in something like technology and engineering, this is why we take the time again to just set aside and have and give some attention to the women because you have to be a woman to understand that there are some challenges that we face. Yes, we get questioned, whereas a male may not be questioned or we get overlooked or dismissed and or if we show the same behavior that a male shows, we might be labeled differently, whereas a male, it would be accepted behavior. If a male gets aggressive or raises their voice, that's one thing. But when a female does the same thing, there's a very different reaction. And you can have this conversation with a lot of women, not necessarily just in technology, but I can say in technology, it's a fact. And women talk about this quite often when they're among themselves. This is why Pink Tech is an opportunity for women, again, to work with each other, to support each other, and to identify with each other. 
The other important aspect of Pink Tech, and again, the two very different networks, Pink Entrepreneurs versus Pink Tech, is because, again, women trying to learn about technology, sometimes it's intimidating, and or people present it to you in such a way that you don't get the warm and fuzzy. So what you find is you avoid technology because you feel as if you don't belong. When you walk into a classroom, and it's predominantly male, and you're the only female, and everyone else is acting as if they get it, and you feel like, well, maybe I'm not keeping up, then what are you going to do? You're going to lose interest. And that's no matter if you're 17, 27, 37, 47, that's going to lose your interest. And that's what's happening with young girls who might be interested in technology or technical fields or any STEM field, but yet they're walking into predominantly male classrooms. So, again, the pink tech is just that time to have camaraderie and to have that fellowship and that reassurance that sometimes you may be in that class alone, but in the big scheme of things, there are other women out here who are here, support you, we've made it, and you can make it too. So with that said, I just want to just bring it all full circle. Pink Tech is alive and well. We've made it through our first year. There's much more we want to do, but like everyone else, we've got to pace ourselves because we're juggling a couple of different things. But Pink Tech, my spirit is renewed because I know, especially having lost my very good friend and her not being at this year's, that we need to, as women, connect and support each other and also remind each other as we're pursuing our various visions and dreams and we also need to make sure that we're taking care of our health so that we can continue to be here and be among each other to achieve all that we're here to achieve and all that our eyes can envision. And that takes a very special support. So maybe we, in in one year, haven't made Pink Tech all that it can be, but with time and patience and perseverance, I'm very sure that we're going to get there. And I, I look forward to all of the great things that we can do. But you have to appreciate one of the things in one of the workbooks that I I use for my planning, it says you have to respect the steps. Whatever your vision is, whatever your mission is, there are steps. And sometimes we want to run around so fast and skip a step here and jump past a step there, but what will happen is you'll find yourself falling back two or three steps and then trying to leap ahead again and falling back, and you'll be on a never-ending cycle. Sometimes it takes patience. It takes just planning out your steps and methodically taking each step in its due season. 
And that's what I feel has been put on my heart and where we are with Pink Tech. With that said, I want to give you just end on a couple of notes as far as where I see the Pink Tech mission going and looking forward to your feedback and your input. One of the things is Pink Tech is for women, by women, and we want all women to have input into this. I love the collaborative process. So I'd like to hear what you have to say, whether you agree or disagree. I'm okay with that. I get some of my best motivation from when people think or say something that they might think is a negative. At least it gets me either thinking. doesn't mean I'm going to change on a dime, but it's input. I can see their perspective. And maybe Pink Tech is for them. Maybe Pink Tech isn't ready for them or vice versa. But let's talk about some of the things I would like to see where I want us to go, especially in 2017. And bear in mind that for us, some people the year is winding down, not for Pink Tech. We, of course, have the event on August 13th, and that's Pink Tech celebrating women of BDPA. Then at the end of the year, December 2nd and 3rd, we're going to have a two-day summit. That's going to include some great workshops co-sponsored by a great organization that you will all often hear on our show, B2T Training, to help with the soft skills of project management, quality assurance, customer service, and problem analysis, something both entrepreneurs can use in their businesses and something that techies use every day in problem solving and projects in the IT and corporate world. So we'll come together, and it will be a great workshop. The December 2nd and 3rd will also end with a great gala. We love celebrating. We love the fellowship, we love learning, and then at the end of it all, celebrating, getting all dolled up and celebrating. Nothing wrong with it. It's the softer side of technology and pink tech and pink entrepreneurism. So on final note, just want to give you a couple of things to think about, marinate on, and then give me some feedback. You can at any time send a message to technology expresso at gmail.com. Just put in the subject line feedback, and I promise I will read it. Again, it's technology expresso at gmail.com. And you might even want to be on the show with me one day, and we can mix it up right here on the show. Would love to do that. Um, I think that would be a blast for sure. And you'll hear in our archives some of our shows where we have live call or input. Okay, I'm not going to delay any longer. The Pink Tech and where where I see our mission and some of our key points for 2016 and 27. I want to continue women celebrating women. I call them she heroes or heroettes. And then the heroettes are the the up and coming, the college students, the high school students, the millennials. They also you don't have to be at the end of your career, no more than you have to be at the end of your life to be recognized. We need to reverse that, okay? And these are what I call working heroes, everyday heroes. And it's not how big your title is that determines whether you're a hero. It's about you giving back, you exemplifying 
the virtues, which I refer to as the pink manifesto. Now, you may wonder what's the pink manifesto. You'll have to, the pink manifesto will be revealed at the luncheon on August 13th. So either if you can't make the luncheon on August 13th, make sure you listen to the broadcast where we recap the luncheon and you're going to hear a lot of great things. The second thing, number one being celebrating women, number two is supporting women, women supporting women in a positive way. You know, put it giving before receiving. We have to be careful about the whole mentality which they call crabs in the barrel, where we're in a small pond and everybody's going after the same territory. This is about expansion. This is why the collaboration between Pink Tech and BDPA are so important. So people may say, I've gone to a Pink Tech luncheon. Why should I go to this Pink Tech luncheon? This is different because we've reached out to a whole other network, a national network, for you to interact with, for you to be exposed to, and for them to be exposed to what you bring to the table. So unless you've met all the people that you need and you have all the customers that you need and all the reach that you need and you're determined to stay local with your business, then I would not come to the Pink Tech Luncheon. But if you want to expand and get exposed and be exposed, I would come to the Pink Tech Luncheon. And lastly, number three, uh, collaborating, taking seasoned techie women and creating cross-networking with newbie techie women. <laughs> I, I came up with these labels. And so you have the newbie out there that's beginning to dabble, and there's no resisting it. If you're an entrepreneur and you're starting a business, you're going to have to clone yourself. Let's be honest. You're going to have to clone yourself. Now, does that sound crazy? Maybe. But the reality is, is when I say you have to clone yourself, the reality is is that you've got to use technology, you've got to set up and schedule things so that they're working and running and posting and retweeting and just multiplying all through the night on your computer while you sleep. That's how you clone yourself. Technology is that platform. It's that enabler, that accelerator. The more you hang around with pink text, the more you'll understand and get on board. You know, the other important thing, I think, to talk about why pink tech, why pink tech is so important. Understand, and, and I think this was clear when we did the Shark Tank. And, and, and I, this, series, this show tonight, I, I use the word controversy. Let me talk about the pink tech that we had, or pink tank we had last year, at the um, last year's summit. There's a lot of controversy about maybe the people who did the presenting as well as the people who were representing investors. But I have to say one thing. At the end of the day, when we step back, again, this was our initial pink tech summit. There's probably a lot of things that we would do differently. But I don't regret the fact that we tried this for the first time. And not only that, Ed gave people 
an opportunity and exposure. I was so excited. My my own sister, Deborah Steele, was one of the people who presented. Um, Josephine Reed also uh, presented. Uh, and, and just to elaborate, Deborah Steele is the bra coach. You might know her or see her online as the bra coach. Josephine Reed was the creator of Josephine Steam Relay. Um, and then there was also Nina Winston, who had an idea about it, to help the beauty industry. And then there was also Kalinda Williams, again, someone, uh, actually an attorney, who had an idea about outreach regarding helping people with their finance. But I want to point this out because each of these women stepped out of their comfort zone, number one. They exposed themselves and they exposed their ideas. That in and of itself is a milestone and just is a launching pad for them to see that their ideas, after they each presented, they were each approached by different people, maybe not necessarily the people that were the investors, but other people even from the audience who liked their ideas, wanted to hear more about their ideas. They received validation that they had valid ideas. Now, they all went off into four different directions to continue to pursue and cultivate their ideas, and in their own ways have had their success and made progress. Now, did they make a million dollars off of that one presentation? No. But at the same time, they now know I've done it and I can do it again. It wasn't so bad, and that's what I applaud them for. So, again, we have to look at the opportunity and what that felt like. There were so many people that made comments after the fact about what they could have said or should have said or what they could have done differently. And that's great. And they can take that feedback and use it. But none of those people that said that actually stepped up when there was an opportunity to sign up for the Pink Tech. So they're spectators. So at the end of the day, all respect to those who actually stood up there and tried. That sometimes is the first stepping stone. With that said, at the same time with each one of them, I think they represent something else that's so important, that there are certain aspects, whether it's with the beauty industry or bra coaching or women who have experienced domestic violence, which we had other speakers who talked about apps they created, uh, about domestic violence apps, these types of apps are important to women. And what you're finding is women know what problems other women have, so they're the, prefer, the perfect one to hone in on what types of solutions will work for women. So that said, there is a whole niche in industry, a pink niche we can call it, of apps and applications and hardware and solutions that only women can think of, only women can create, only women can perfect. So this is why we need to keep cultivating women innovators and inventors. Another 
uh, person that we had at the Pink Tech Summit was uh, a woman named April who, uh, and for what I, I apologize because her last name is escaping me, but if you were there, you know who I'm talking about. April um, commanded the stage, and I applaud her for that. Again, there doesn't have to be insecurities because someone is commanding the stage. This is something that I think as true women, we need to let go of looking down on someone else when they're having their moment in the spotlight. It's okay. There's enough spotlight for everyone. That's the way I was raised to believe. So I want to say that in April's case, when she commanded the stage, she represented a very special pink tech woman in the fact that she started up and came up in technology, hands-on, networking. She then became a contractor, later started her own business, and through through having her own business was able to purchase a female football team right here in Atlanta. And I applaud her for that. So she's been on both sides, both working for corporate America, using that money as her seed money to start her own business. And then one thing, one other thing I want to add to her resume is that she has a patent, and at the time it was a patent pending, for a particular tool that helps in the building out of cables and networking. Again, you have to work in the field, experience it, see what's wrong with it, and then come up with the, the right solution. And that's what she did. So she has a patent pending. She started her own business. She used IT and Corporate America to get her seed money to start her business and to buy her female football team. So that in and of itself, I applaud her. She deserves the spotlight because, and she even, others need to look at her blueprint and follow those steps to do the same in their own right. So there's so much that we can get from each other. It's so important for us to both share our stories. The other thing is keeping your story to yourself. That, again, is something and the reason why I pick and select and set up the criteria for the Pink Tech Awards, that not only is it people who are successful in their own careers, but at the same time these are people that without money and without any known accolades give back and give back almost one of the things we often say, they're almost helpaholics. I declared on a couple of our shows that my husband and I are helpaholics. We just can't help it. We are always talking and trying to expose and encourage and cultivate both young people and anyone that will come to us. It's just our nature. So you'll even see by day We're working heroes, so to speak, and that we have our day jobs, but at night we kind of put on our capes and we become technology espresso and we're answering emails. And we did this even before knowing how we were going to even monetize this. It was just more important to us that we got it. We had been very blessed and have been very um, successful in our own right. We're happy with our lifestyle. An income, 
and want other people to come home from work and like what they do and feel like they accomplished something and at the same time still have enough creativity left over that they can pursue some of their other passions. So I say all that and we have been probably trying to wind down uh, for the last 10 minutes because wasn't necessarily going to take it to a full hour. So I hope you've gotten some insight about the Pink Tech platform, maybe some things you agree or disagree with, but at least hearing where we are, where we're going, why we may have had a few detours or slowdowns along the way. And I hope that you will still come out and support and contribute, give feedback, and help mold this thing. My vision is one vision, but I'm open to ideas. I'm open to the collaboration. So with that, if you want more information about the Pink Tech luncheon that's taking place on August 13th, that's Saturday. It starts at 11 o'clock at the Peachtree Weston in downtown Atlanta. Please visit Eventbrite. On Eventbrite, just type in Pink Tech and you will get the registration. It's in conjunction with the BDPA National Conference, something that we've been talking about and promoting. And just to refresh your memory, the BDPA conference is act, starts August 10th through the 13th. So the kickoff is on August 10th and ends on the 13th with a gala. And in between there, there are workshops. There is a high school computer competition. There is an uh, entrepreneur tank so to speak, so it's called Nextpreneur. So are you the Nextpreneur? Do you have an idea? There's a mobile app showcase. There's a youth technology camp. Uh, Saturday, there's golf networking um, out on the golf course. There's also evening social hours on Friday. There's an all-white party here in downtown Atlanta. All that information is available as well at bdpa.org. Slash conference Again, bdpa.org slash conference. Come and bring a young person with you. And for those who are locally in Atlanta, one other uh, event coming up, actually this Thursday, August 4th, there is the IT Minority Executive Forum. That's a local event which Atlanta Chapter has been putting on for the last three or four years, Felicia Jones is actually the uh, creator of that and executive director of Next Level Technology. So please, uh, again, visit Eventbrite. You can get tickets there. The event is at the Ravinia and the Peachtree Dunwoody area. So you, hopefully you'll join us. You'll see Technology Expresso there on that Thursday also, Technology Expresso and the many volunteers here in Atlanta will be covering all of the BDPA.org conference. So if for whatever reason 
you're out of state, because those who are in Atlanta, I expect you to be physically at the BDPA National Conference. But if you're out of state, please tune in and follow us on the social media platforms. Even download our Technology Expresso app so that you can follow the conference. We've been told many years, this is our fourth year of following the conference, that following us during the conference is like being at the conference for those people who are remote. Again, those people local, we're going to do a blackout. You have to come to the event. You can't follow it on social media. Um, But I will say, I know some people have to work, so even if you're at work, tune in to social media during the week of August 10th through the 13th. Last, let me um, share one other thing that I think will both benefit the Pink Tech Network, the Pinkpreneur Network, and the BDPA Network as we all come together and collaborate is through our platform, Technology Expresso, we continue to create a digital bridge to help different networks meet up and connect, whether we're helping interns, whether we're helping people who are seeking job opportunities, or whether we're helping entrepreneurs. We're bringing all these communities together. And one of the things that we're really investing in is our mobile app, and we've just uh, added and we'll be launching at the BDPA National Conference our network connection database. And the whole purpose of that is for people to put their information in so people can find them and vice versa. There's a lot of interns, and we've actually piloted and used a lot of virtual interns to help us with as we were creating our small business and I see where other small businesses can leverage interns. So we're creating a database so that people can connect and find virtual internships, get experience that helps them continue on and launch their career. So stay tuned. Um, and, again, stay connected. Anything that you want more information on, please send an email to Technology Expresso at gmail.com, again, technologyexpresso at gmail.com, and also let me give you our direct number that you can call and leave a message, and we will return your call. That number is 855 484 6837. Again, 855-484-6837. So we look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to seeing you at some of the upcoming events that I mentioned. And we just look forward to growing together. So with that said, I just want to thank everyone for joining us this evening. And um, hopefully see you soon. But in the meantime, continue to listen, learn, leverage, and launch. Thank you, everyone. This episode is sponsored by and features B2TTraining.com. 
BTT Training has trained and equipped almost 15,000 of the most successful and high-performing practitioners of business analysis since the year 2000. Our courses are developed and taught by the most respected and highest qualified experts in the industry. We know that transforming the way you and your team perform business analysis is not a one-size-fits-all approach. And we understand that your business analysis practice has unique problems and deserves a unique program offering. Using our holistic approach, we will identify the pain points that will result in the best opportunity for your team or organization to realize the change they're trying to achieve. Change begins with knowledge and skills. Our learning events also include ongoing enrichment and reflective activities that provide students the boost they need to sustain their learning and competency. In other words, we make it stick. Get your business analysis training from the most respected and highest qualified source of experts in the industry. Find out more about our public class offerings in various U.S. locations or call to speak with one of our training solution sales associates toll-free at 866-675-2125. Follow us on social media and visit www.b2ttraining.com. That's B, the number 2, T, training.com and see our full course outlines, blog, and free downloadable resources. We get it. We'll help you get it too. The 2016th Second Annual Pink Tech Awards Luncheon will be held Saturday, August 13th from 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. at the Western Peachtree Plaza in Atlanta, Georgia. Come out and join us as we honor women who have gone far beyond the call of duty to help open doors for other women to be able to reach high levels of success. The honorees come from all levels of the corporate ladder, from science, technology, engineering, art, and the mathematical communities. You can visit Eventbrite to reserve your seat today. Don't miss this grand occasion. Again, this event will be held August 13th of 2016 from 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. at the Westin Peachtree Plaza in Atlanta, Georgia. Reserve your seat today. Hello, Tech Expresso listeners. Here are some key events regarding the BDPA 2016 National Conference. BDPA is an international organization with a diverse membership of professionals and students at all levels in the fields of information technology, computer science, and related STEM fields. BDPA's members are changing the world using technology. You can connect at their 38th Annual National Conference, Career Technology Expo, and Gala, August 10th through the 13th in Atlanta, Georgia. Register today at bdpa.org. Also, this year is the 30th anniversary of the High School Computer Competition. We want all HSCC alumni to join us in Atlanta. Also, for students, the National BDPA Mobile App Showcase, co-sponsored by McDonald's and State Farm Insurance, allows student application developers the opportunity to participate in a competition that allows them an opportunity to test their talents against others and develop a working, functional mobile application at no cost to themselves. The applications being showcased will represent three different categories, business, personal productivity, and gaming. 
Last year, there were four winners, and the winnings totaled up to $20,000. Go to bdpa.org and look under the programs for students for the instructions for the mobile app showcase. Also, at the conference each year, we recognize individuals in the tech profession and the top companies for blacks in technology. Thanks for listening to Technology Expressible. Welcome to another edition of Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. Dave and Jacqueline bring you up close and personal to the innovators, contributors, and creative minds in and around technology today. Visit our website portal at www.technologyexpresso.com. There you will find a full list of our broadcasts from all across the technology spectrum, our social media handles, and related content. So sit back with Dave and Jacqueline as they serve up Technology Expresso, fast, hot, and intense. 